Good afternoon, everyone. It is your host of Voices of Oleron, Anthony Perez, with my co-host, Allison Ray. And unlike last week's episode, this week's episode, we actually have our <laughs> guest star. Alan, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Alan. Today's topic, um, we hinted it yes or last week, sorry, that it was going to be about passion, what we're passionate about, and what kind of what led us into that path. So I wanna start off by saying my passion and what led to that. So my passion is animals. It started off way younger, like around like the age of four or five, I was glued to the television watching Animal Planet. And I was just, I would watch the TV for hours on end, just looking at, um, there was a series on Animal Planet called The Most Extreme. I love that. It showcased like the most extreme animals in a certain aspect of like, um endurance agility strength and i love how each animal evolved in its own path to like fill the niche it serves an ecosystem or what they needed to adapt in order to survive all of that fascinated me so my passion would be like evolution um conservation of those animals that haven't been able to adapt because of environmental issues like pollution, climate change, stuff like that. And yeah, I kind of was hooked on that from a young age. And then I remember, I think it was first grade. Yeah, we had a career day and, you know, there was a doctor and he would go around asking the class, asking everyone like, Oh, would you, what would you like to be when you're older? You know, the usual, like, oh, I want to be a president. I want to be a doctor, a firefighter. Me, I knew exactly what I want to be, and it was a zoologist. Everyone's like, what is that? Don't you mean a veterinarian? I'm like, no. I don't, not that I don't want to save animals. Obviously, I do, but, like, not the medical aspect of it. I want to do, like, the prevention method before they're actually like already harmed so that's my passion that's how i wanted that's what i wanted to be i'm sorry and now it's not zoology i'm doing it is marine biology and it's still animals just aquatic and specifically i want to focus on corals i love corals they are always mistaken as rocks and they're not, they're actually living organisms and they're just misunderstood. And I would love to like find a way on how to conserve them. Like that's my biggest dream, along with discovering a new species. But yeah, that's me. I'll give the spotlight to the next person who wants to speak. Go next, I suppose. So, when I was younger, I 
loved a few I, I wanted to go a few different paths. Um, I really loved animals, so I kind of wanted to be a vet. But I figured out that I could never, like, deal with the pressure of being a veterinarian. That would just, like, having something's life in your hands freaked me out. I couldn't do it. So then I was thinking, well, I'm really good at, like, um, teaching people how to do stuff. So I was, like, going the route of kind of, like, thinking about being a teacher. And then I realized I could not stand to be around kids all day for the rest of my life. I would go insane if they were not my own kids. No, not for me. So when I was in high school, I ended up doing this journalism like work camp at our university. And I ended up like winning a prize. I actually wrote for like our local newspaper and stuff. And it really made me interested in journalism. But then right around when I was junior, senior, um, I did this women in STEM thing at actually the same university I did the journalism thing at. And it kind of opened my eyes to like 3D design and stuff like that. And it made me really interested in things like 3D printing from that because we learned all about it at the camp. It made me really interested into going into STEM, which is something that I kind of like originally really did not want to go into, especially engineering because my dad's an engineer and I did not want to like follow in his footsteps at all. And, but it really got me thinking and I really thought about it. And I knew originally like when I was saying about pets, I wanted to be able to help people. That's, that, that's always been my main like thing with whatever job I do. I want to help people, whether with veterinarians, I was helping um, pets with a school teacher idea. I was helping meld students' minds and helping them grow up and learn and stuff like that. Journalism, helping get people's stories out there. Every, everything that I've always wanted to do has just always been focused around helping people. So I ended up deciding that I want to get into prosthetic um, development, specifically with 3D printing. And there's a few reasons that I ended up wanting to get into this. And it's kind of what I'm studying right now in school. I got my bachelor's in manufacturing engineering in like 2020 December and I'm going to graduate with my master's in mechanical engineering in December. Really excited for that. Um, but the whole reason that I kind of decided I want to do prosthetics was because when I was, excuse my cat if you can hear that, she's rolling a ball in the background <laughs> if I can't stop her. but. Um, when I was little, I, when I was about a month old, my mom had brought me home from the hospital and everything, and they were, she was taking me up a flight of stairs, and we were at the top, and my brother wanted her to hold his hand. Well, he went down the stairs for whatever reason, I mean, he's a two-year-old. Yeah, okay, makes sense. So, he kept, like, grabbing her, and it ended up making her, like, lose her balance, and we both fell downstairs. My mom was almost paralyzed from this incident because we had like super steep stairs and there was about 16 of them. It was all wooden at the time. And at the bottom was basically just a wall. So she tumbled right into a wall with me. And I ended up being in the ICU for like a week or two with obviously 
brain trauma. I may have a month old falling down an entire flight of stairs is not generally recommended for one month olds. And the only reason that I am basically like alive and not in that coma or dead is because babies have soft spots and it was able because of that it was able to like alleviate the pressure that had built up in my head so i ended up deciding i want to get into prosthetics um one of the reasons was for people who aren't as lucky as me so when like a kid for example falls fractures their skull they need a um, plate put in well, would you rather a plate that is just generally manufactured and they are all the same, or would you rather one that's 3D printed that you can actually make specifically to um, the person's body, for example, and stuff like that. That's what I kind of really, one of the big reasons that I wanted to get into it is to help people be able to make things custom to their own body and their own needs with that when they have accidents that are life-changing for them. Um, another reason is to help, especially um, veterans who end up losing limbs. I have a very long list of veterans in my family. My great-grandpa was in World War II. He actually got shot like three times um, and kept fighting. He refused to be taken out with um, bullet wounds in him. Uh, he ended up later in life, obviously, they were actually never taken out. He ended up having like plates and stuff put in because blood poisoning and all that fun stuff um he actually lost a leg he had to have like a prosthetic stuff like that from it um and then my grandpa was also in the war i think i talked about that last podcast actually that he ended up dying from being in war so it kind of um very long history of veterans obviously a lot of veterans after they come back over here dismembered, disfigured, stuff like that, need prosthetics, and it's great to be able to try and make them so they're specific to their bodies rather than just a generalized one. Uh, for example, my friend's one mom who actually sadly just passed away in December had a massive, like, I don't know what it was, it was like a hemorrhage in her brain or something like that a few years ago. She was also diabetic. She ended up losing her leg because of it, because of diabetes and stuff like that, and blood clotting from whatever was wrong with her. I'm not exactly sure on it. It's still confusing to me, but... Um, and she always complained about her prosthetic. Like, always. She was very, very, very tall, so it was really hard for them to find one that actually fit her well with her... Just her dimensions were kind of weird for a female. And she always complained about, like, all these issues that she had with it. So that was another thing that really, like, solidified. Because that only happened, like, two or three years ago. That was something that really um, solidified this one in me to, like, be able to help people with these very specific problems with their prosthetics. Like, her, for example, she said that one of her biggest complaints was when she was, like, showering. If she was showering with it on, she would slip and fall because there was nothing to grip. Nothing for, like, the foot to grip. And also not being able to, like, really feel anything with it. It was really easy to fall. So, um, one of the things I'm actually talking to one of my professors about doing, I guess, she's working with the VA to basically, um, connect neural pathways to prosthetics so people can actually 
feel when they pick something up, stuff like that with her prosthetics, which is really cool. So talking about her with getting an internship, possibly, which I'm really excited about. We'll see how that turns out, but yeah. That is kind of what ended up getting me into mechanical engineering and specifically 3D printing, and then more specifically with prosthetics. So yeah. Alpha, would you like to talk a little bit about your own um, story? Yours, I know your field is actually kind of, Alpha is kind of, um, or Alan is kind of in the same wheelhouse as what I want to do a little bit, but not quite. So I'm going for biomedical engineering. It's pretty similar. There is a little bit like of a difference in what you can do with it, but I started out um, when I was a kid. I really enjoyed playing with Legos and building stuff with that and like the creative side of that and designing like different like like building different things with it and stuff like that. And then in throughout my childhood I didn't really know what I actually wanted to like grow up and do. But then when I got to high school, it really like solidified that I wanted to go into engineering. I took in my freshman year of high school a course that like got to show you around on a lot of like different um like technical skills. And so one of them uh, was like a 3D modeling using Autodesk Inventor and then doing like CAD work in AutoCAD. And for like, I don't remember how many like weeks it was um, per shift of the technical field, but so during my time on that, I really got interested in just 3D modeling and AutoCAD. So then I decided that's, that's what like kind of route I was going to go towards in high school and then I just kept going with it so then I took three years of Autodesk Inventor in high school and as part of my my high school had a little competition that they had there as well that if you were in these tech fields you could participate in which was called the Sea Air and Land Challenge which is a robotics like design competition that you basically design a robot to compete in like one of the challenges, whether it was sea, air, or land based. And so I did that for my first time, uh, sophomore year of high school. And I didn't really, I, I, I got interested in like the whole robotics design and like kind of mechanical engineering aspect of that. And then I kept going and competing in that but um, throughout high school. And that kept my interest going. And then, was it junior or senior year? Either the end of junior or early senior year of high school, my mom ended up having seizures. So that kind of brought me a little bit into more of the biomedical side of things. Um, so one of the things I do want to do 
it is prosthetics, but I also like am really interested in like the like interactions of the mechanical like engineering and biomedical engineering with the like neurology kind of stuff. And like how Ali was saying about like um the prosthetics and be actually being able to feel with those prosthetics that really interests me and stuff like that. Um so that helped get me onto the my pathway of biomedical engineering and then I'm currently still in school for it. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Interesting, interesting. Um there's two things I want to talk about. In school forever. Sorry, go on. It takes forever. Um <laughs> Trust me, I know. There's two things that I wanted to talk about today. Now that we like already got an introduction on what we like, how we got into that path in life. Um, one of the things was there's people not like us where they might even be older than us and they still don't know what to do. And the other thing was personal experience and that how and how that leads into what we want to do later in life. Um, I'm going to start with the second point and then lead into um, people that don't know what to do. So I find it interesting that the way that you guys got into your um, path in life was because of personal experience. Like mm -hmm. Ali said, you know, um, she fell down the stairs, and then, uh, you said it was your mom, right? Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, so, um, yeah. the stairs. Me and my mom fell yeah. downstairs. So, yeah, um, her mom and her fell down the stairs, and, you know, it led into, like, prosthetics. And then Alpha was with his mom, and the seizures, and that also led to prosthetics. I, fortunately, did not go through any of that. But me, it was like from a young age, my experiences like kind of shaped me into what I like. Um, I will say I did almost have a life altering decision moment back in, I want to say 2018 or 2019, one of those. My dad took me to Cape Canaveral and um, that's where, like, the, the NASA base is at, or whatever, so you see all these spaceships, and you see all the expeditions out of space, or to the moon and stuff. I that love Cape Canaveral. intrigued me so much. I was like, whoa, am I gonna have a moment where what I thought was gonna be my lifelong passion is just gonna change? I remember leaving Cape Canaveral that day, and I was like, do I want to do astronomy and cosmology? Is it, yeah, cosmology? Or do I want to do marine biology and zoology? Like, it was like a final decision. Not final, you could still change it, but it was like a solidification of what I wanted to do in college. And I knew that the math needed in astronomy was going to be way too much for me. So 
I chose to stay with the more like science dependent side of stuff and I chose marine biology. They both really do intrigue me. But like if you have a passion, don't be afraid to change it if that's not what you want to do anymore. You know, like do whatever makes you happy. Do the passion that you actually enjoy and don't force yourself. Because if you force yourself into doing something you don't like or don't want to do anymore, you're going to struggle. Yeah, like I was saying, when I when I was in high school, I was taking like college credit plus class and we had to put like our major and stuff on it. And I had like journalism down. Like I was, and when I was filling out applications to apply stuff, I had journalism down. I was like very set thinking... I was going to do journalism when I was, like, a junior. And then, like, junior to senior year, just everything changed. I went a literal complete opposite from the, you know, literary arts to engineering, math, science, all that fun stuff. Um, Another thing I wanted to say, something that we do with um, my work in my university, which I think is really cool, and other places have similar things, you don't necessarily like i guess how do i want to word this what you end you up doing for your no you know well yeah that but um no what i was getting at is even if you pick something for a job and you go to school and stuff like that even if other things interest you you can still go and learn how to do those other things which i feel like a lot of people don't realize or don't think to do Like, for example, um, my work actually offers, like, these non-credit training classes where you can learn how to do, like, technical stuff, like, use, we, right now, we have a 3D printer class going on. And we have everyone from, like, teachers to people who are, like, our secretary's actually taking it just because she thinks 3D printing's really cool and she wants to learn how to do it, but, you know, she doesn't want to do four more years of college to know how. There's other ways for you to, like, get interested in these things. Like I was saying, um, having different passions, like the astrology thing or astronomy. There's other ways for you to learn about that that's not necessarily school, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, Just because you pick something doesn't mean you have to only ever do that thing, Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. A lot of people think that, like, degrees or subjects are, like, exclusive to each other. Like, oh, if you do marine biology, you can't do astronomy because in what way do those paths, like, intertwine, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, You are human. You're multifaceted. You could do other things. It doesn't just have to be school, you know? You could do clubs. You could do like studies at a library or like any convention you could still learn at at those places it doesn't necessarily have to be at school now if you really want to get into that path then yeah you are gonna have to do school because obviously you really need to like get the in-depth knowledge that school gives you um but yeah if you're interested in it and school does not necessarily have to be you know, four-year degree college program either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It could be a trade school. It could be 
trade school when you're in high school, trade school afterwards, two years. It could be an apprenticeship at a company. It could just be you like graduating, getting money for a startup and going with it. Mm -hmm. You could always come back to that passion later too. Like later in life, if you're still interested in it and you have the funds and resources to get into it, then by all means do that. You're not stuck in a time frame of, oh, I'm too young, I can't go to college anymore. Like, no, I do not care if there is a 60-year-old in my class. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. it looks not weird. No, that's not the word. It, It's not something you see every day. It's uncommon. But, hey, if you're getting educated, if you're getting that degree, by all means. I see a lot of, like... Group. I see a lot of older people in college, actually. It's pretty common where I am. My dad, actually, um, he's 55, I think. And he just graduated with his master's in business after being an engineer for 30 plus years. Just got a master's in business like two years ago. Like, you, you can always go and do college and stuff like that or trade school or whatever at any point in your life it does not matter take a break if you want to after high school don't take a break do whatever makes you comfortable and what you can do mentally financially all that fun stuff yeah um this kind of brings me into the next uh part of this topic where it's like there's people not like us that don't have passion. Um, I don't want to say that they don't have passion. I feel like they... They don't have direction? Found, they don't have their true calling, yeah. Like, they haven't found what really just grabs their attention. It's like, wow, well, I want to do this for, like, the rest of my life. Or not even for the rest of their life, just, like, this is what I like doing type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're one of those people, I, it's going to sound cliche, but I really do suggest stepping outside your comfort zone and really just doing anything, anything you think of, do it. If it's rock climbing, go, go rock climb, practice rock climbing. And if it's art, you have to practice for that. You could go to school for art. Um, if you want to start doing music, just, you know, you could buy an instrument, just do anything, do anything. If you like it, keep doing it. But if you don't, then obviously just move on to the next thing. Uh, I had a friend who they didn't know what they liked doing and they just did a whole bunch of random stuff. They... In middle school, they were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be an art major. I love art. They kind of phased out from doing art, and they were kind of clueless on what to do. But then they took a financial literacy class in senior year, and now they're a business major. So it's like little things, even if you don't think it will like, be monumental in your life, they could be like a little like guiding light like hey you like doing this and 
you never thought of doing this, well, why don't you do it now if you like it? Yeah, my going off of that, my brother Matt is a great example of that. So when he started college, he wanted to be in, oh, what is, what is the word for it? It's not like astronomer, um, astral scientist. It's it's something weird. It's like really hard, like physics and stuff like that. Really like upper level stuff I can't do as an engineer ever. I think it's <laughs> astrophysicist. That's what it is. He wanted to be an astrophysicist. So he went to OU, Ohio University for a year. His, he was also in the military, actually, so he was in the National Guard for Ohio. Um, with the National Guard, what he was doing was he was basically um, plotting out where, like, plotting out villages and stuff like that. So doing, like, city planning for um, bases, actually. Um, I think one of his things was trying to look through old maps and find where um, mine mines were out one of the air bases from like the 40s around here that they just never dug up. So that was like one of the things that he was doing. So he was like looking at maps, like plotting things out, stuff like that. Well, he originally he was and he was super into astrophysics. Like he watched all of these like different movies on it he watched all of these different like documentaries about the stars how they work all this stuff he read tons and tons of books about it he went to his first year of college absolutely hated it could not stand it could not do the math he just was his grades were tanking he just could not do it so over that summer after um you know school year ended he kind of like reevaluated what he wanted to do and he figured out, wow, I'm actually really good at the stuff I'm doing for the military. I'm really into it. I really like it. And so he ended up coming up to the college that actually I'm going to now, the college that's around us, um, transferred back up here. And he ended up making his own major there because that's one of the things that you can do if they don't offer your major. You can look at like other programs that are that have it and kind of create it yourself if you're able to. So he basically took um, geography class and political science and ended up making his own like city planning, um, city planning degree for him. And now he's working as a city planner down in Charlotte, I think Charlotteville, Charlotte, whatever, place down in between North and South Carolina. He's working as a city planner and he, absolutely loves it. Now, if he had stuck with trying to do astrophysics, it was never going to happen. He absolutely hated it. So, it, even if you are in college and you realize, like, your first few semesters, you do not like what you're doing, it is okay to switch. He still actually graduated on time and everything. And me, for example, actually, I started my undergrad in, many, in mechanical engineering, and I was like doing the classes, you know, I was like, I was a junior taking, I was going into my junior year. I was going to be taking like heat transfer and like all these different classes, stress analysis to see where parts are going to break and stuff like this. And I was like, this math is so boring. Like, I cannot do this. Like, 
did not, I was not into it at the time. I just wanted to actually be able to get my hands on things and like actually being able to run machines and make parts and kind of screw all this theory bullcrap that I don't really even need to know for what I want to do. So I actually switched in my junior year of college, which was a lot of work to be able to graduate only one semester behind. But actually that one semester, I would have graduated on time if I didn't take a co-op. I took a co-op, so I took a semester off of class to go work in industry. Um, so I actually would have graduated on time if I didn't do that. Um, but what I'm trying to say is it's okay to switch no matter what timeline you are in in college. Like if you are a junior, if you do not like what you are doing, do not keep trying to make yourself like it, basically. It is okay to switch. It is okay to change your mind. Do not let people try and tell you otherwise. My, the head of our mechanical engineering department really tried to tell me otherwise. Like she was hard trying to convince me not to switch. And I am very happy that I did because now I'm back in mechanical engineering. I like it now. But at the time, I, I don't think, honestly, I would have graduated. Like, I really don't if I had to keep doing that. And it gave me a lot of, like, new valuable skills that I had. Actually being able to know how to design parts and stuff like that to work for the machine. Not only for the application that you're going to be putting it towards, but, you know, this actually has to also be made. So it made me actually a lot better roundabout engine rounded engineer at the same time which is really cool but yeah so that is my spiel on it is okay to switch majors you do not have to stick in the same thing if you do not like it and it is okay to enter if you decide you want to do college you don't know what you want to do it is okay to go in undecided and try out different a bunch of different classes to figure out what you like that is also something that is totally legit and you can seriously do Everyone thinks you have to enter in college, like, knowing what you want to do, major. knowing the degree you want to do. Mm -hmm. You do not. You can enter in undecided. It is perfectly fine. And just try different classes from each thing. I know people who have done that. My friend, my roommate, Mel, actually did that. She ended up going into English, and now she's actually going to law school. So it is okay to enter in undecided as well. Yeah. Um, no, I 100% agree. Your first year of college... How your whole experience in college, you could use that as a moment to like really experiment with what you want to do, especially in the first year. In the first year, it's really like your gen ed courses, which apply to any major, I think, at least in my university. A lot yeah. of them is the same thing. It's like, you know, your basic English, your basic math, your basic science. You could do whatever you want in that first year. You could use that as a time to experiment with subjects or like have experiences and it could lead you to what you want to do. I had a friend who came into the university and he had no clue what he wanted to do. He knew that he wanted to do like screenplay writing, especially for like animated shows like um, Family Guy and American Dad, stuff like that. He wanted to do that type of writing. But he came in with a communications in case that changed. 
you could also choose a degree that like is good in the terms of like you'll be able to use that in any specific field because obviously you need to communicate to people in let's say research you need to communicate your points your research you need to communicate that to your audience with science it's the same thing with math you still need english skills to really explain what you're doing with your research or with your math and it's some like degrees like that if you're undecided you could choose just because you will need that in any degree you have um adding to what ali was saying i also had a friend um he came into the uh university as a business major and my university is really really well known for its business degree but um another people are sorry another factor that people forget to consider in their passion what they want to do you can like the idea of something and like the idea of doing that subject like me it's marine biology you could like doing marine biology but if you don't know or if you don't like the work they have to put into that subject in order to really understand for you to do that subject you're not going to like that idea anymore he wanted like oh i could work on my own i could be a boss like my own boss i'm not under anyone's schedule i have to work for anyone but he just couldn't do the math and I don't blame him. Math could be really difficult, so he ended up switching to psychology, which I think he's still doing now. But I just want to say that because even though you like the idea of something, just remember that there is a lot of behind-the-scenes work you have to do in order to actually get into that subject. That's exactly how I felt when I was a mechanical engineering major. I was like, I love the idea of it. I can't do this though. Like I. Right now in my life, I cannot do that much work. I cannot put that much work in. So that's why I switched. Now, it actually clicks in my brain how to do it, and I can do it. I mean, I took um, one of the classes I had to take was advanced heat transfer and fluid dynamics when I had never taken normal heat transfer. And I think perfectly fine. I think I got like a B in that course. Um, so even if it's something like you might not think you can do now, it is okay to take a step back and try and go at it again at another point. Another good example of that is my brother Kyle. He like switched majors in universities like four or five different times. He went to three different colleges until he found the one that he wanted to actually be at. And I think he went through, he went one year without doing anything. And I think he went from theater to English to theater to English. And now he's getting a master's in creative writing, and he's completely amazing at it. But it was just that getting to point that was kind of the hard part. But now he loves what he's doing, so sometimes it's worth trying to try out a few different things at a few different places until you figure out, yes, this is what I want to do. Or wait a little bit until you are ready to do that thing in your life. And I think that's all I have to say about our aspirations in life. 
Guy or Alpha, do you guys have any more advice or anything else you would like to say? For me, I think that is it. Yeah, that um, is it. That is it. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to what we kind of want to do with our lives, what we are doing right now. I hope that you listen to our advice and take it seriously because it's, it's all very good advice. It's a lot, some stuff that a lot of people don't ever think of or never really hear people saying, I feel like, that not going to college is okay, for example, because it's been, especially with our generation, so heavily ingrained in us that you have to. Mm-hmm. But you do not. If it's not for you, then don't do it. Um, Guy, you, what's our next episode? Do you know? Um, so next week's episode, it like somewhat has a tie with our topic now. Um, next week's is going to be uh, information processing and how people have different ways of doing that. So if you don't understand that topic, for example, some people when they think have a voice inside their head, others think in images. I want to explore that and see how many different like methods people have of interpreting or just processing information and I think it's something really interesting that a lot of people like be able to learn how others think. Cool. So follow us, subscribe to us, give us five stars. It helps us a lot and it will let you guys know when we post our next video, which is always helpful for you so you can tune back in and listen about how people process things mentally. So come back for that. And I think that will end our podcast for the day.